0: Hello and welcome to C-Buzz, a collaboration between the Columbus Chamber and CD1025, where we bring you the best stories from Columbus business owners. I'm Delara Casey and joining us today here at View Studios is Walker and Ann Evans, owners of Columbus Underground and The Metropreneur. Walker and Ann, welcome. Hi, Hi, thanks for having us. Great. We're glad to have you here. Now, I'm just going to say, in case anyone who's listening has never heard of Columbus Underground or The Metropreneur, which I'm hoping they have, um, could you guys give us a quick and give us a quick 30-second overview of what Columbus Underground and The Metropreneur are? 30 seconds. Okay, 35, 40.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it started in 2001. Walker and I saw a need for basically our main hobby at the time, which was going out, nightlife stuff, <laughs> Right. to have a place online to find those events and talk mm-hmm. about that. And mm-hmm. so we started it kind of with that kind of a focus. And then it has grown immensely in the... The Last fifteen years, decade so. and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome.
0: So basically, Columbus Underground is just an it's an online resource for people in Columbus to find out what's going on in the city.
2: Yeah, New, um, news, events, yep. things to do, um, places where you can ask questions, interact yep. with people, and find what you're looking for yep. in the city.
0: And when you say interact with people, message boards, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. But um, Walker just nodded. Yeah, message boards, and then also the Metropreneur is the sister the sister site to Columbus Underground, and that's mm-hmm. predominantly focused on the business community. Correct.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. We launched that in August of 2010 mm-hmm. because we wanted to have more of a focus on small business and entrepreneurs doing the awesome stuff they do and they weren't getting the type of media coverage yeah. we thought they deserved. Awesome. So that was the start of that site. We wanted to go into more depth than we were doing on Columbus Underground with businesses. Yeah. So awesome.
0: Awesome. Cool. So now everyone should know, if they don't know already, what Columbus Underground and the Metropreneur are and how they play an important role in our community. So um, just wanted to kind of get a little bit more background, like you mentioned, and it started in 2001, November 2001 Mm -hmm. as a hobby. So you guys are going out one night or trying to go out and you probably couldn't find what to do. So you decided no one's doing this. We should do this. We started this. So you started the site. So Walker, Tell us about November 2001. What was was that like, launching
2: it? Well, I always kind of tell people, you know, that uh, internet years are kind of like dog years. So, uh, (laughs) you know, 15 years ago on the internet was like a century ago in real time. Yes. Um, The internet was a great place to find out things going on all around the world. And it was Mm -hmm. a great sort of online encyclopedia. But Mm -hmm. you couldn't find things going on in your own backyard. Right. This is pre-social media, uh, pre-Yelp, pre-MySpace. Right. uh, Pre-blogging.
0: Pre-Friendster. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. What? <laughs> um, so, you know, really the only way you could find stuff out was to pick up physical media yeah. or go, you know, to like a coffee shop or something where there's flyers posted. posted. Right. Yeah. And so with us being sort of tech people, you know, computer people, we're mm-hmm. like, well, let's, let's share something online for our friends. So mm-hmm. they know, you know, where restaurants are, what yeah. the hours are, what sort of cool happy hours are going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were 21 when we started it. So it was right. a lot of bars, music, yeah. movies, you things know, that you like, entertainment, right. um, And over the years, you know, as the site grew, as the audience grew, as we sort of grew in in age and interest, um, we started to focus on a lot more serious topics, neighborhood issues, things going on all around the city, civics, um, but also still a lot of food and entertainment and the fun stuff, too. Yeah.
0: So when you started this site as a hobby, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you were like in a spare room in the house with a... With a desktop computer plugged mm-hmm. into dial-up, maybe or uh, not maybe quite, no, not
2: quite dial-up. <laughs> I think yeah, uh, c- a little cable bit modems were okay. around. Okay, by, by a little that bit point.
0: beyond yeah. that. Yeah, um, hacking away at the computer. How mm-hmm. much time were you spending every week updating? I mean, was it just real minimal and passive, or were you focused on building something out of this?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was pretty minimal and passive. We a couple hours here and there, okay. you know, and, and it it started as the message board. you know, right. it Was really this sort of. Um, community space and anyone could sign in and, mm-hmm. and talk about whatever they wanted start any kind of topic post any kind of event right. um so it was it was a very collaborative you know community project yeah. we weren't really treating it as like a serious news outlet at that point in time that was right. never our original right. intention
1: yeah. but we did have reviews of things i remember mm-hmm. i uh, like to go to Jack and Benny's a lot uh-huh. and i reviewed that and when we were there I don't know how long after that, but we saw it like framed yeah, on like, their like wall. you are like, print. wait a second. <laughs> people think cool. this is legit. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's probably kind of a weird feeling to to see that.
2: Yeah. That yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. And then you start questioning did I spell check that at yeah. all? <laughs> yeah. Like, did I
0: say everything? It was everything nice that I said too. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, so 2001, it's this passive mm-hmm. type of hobby. You eventually, a couple years later, and, and so, Walker, what were you doing that time as your full-time job? You had a full. T- you both had full-time jobs. Yeah. Right. We were still mm-hmm.
2: in college as well okay. in 2001. Yeah, so, yeah. It was my
1: last kind of year of mm-hmm. being at Ohio State. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, I worked in, like, different IT okay. departments, a couple of different companies, hopped around, okay. did, did some web design and graphic design stuff, and then worked as a freelancer a little bit okay. as well.
0: And then still hacked away at night on Columbus Underground doing yeah. some updates.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
0: it was probably, was it four or five years later, you decided, mm-hmm. this is actually, this could actually be a company that I could actually own and operate and have as my livelihood. Like, when was yeah. that moment? When did that moment occur to you?
2: Well, when we started getting approached by people who wanted to advertise. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we turned a few of them away and saying, sorry, we don't really do that. No, we do. Um, and after you say no a couple times to that, you're like, well, maybe we should have something in place. Yeah. So, we could
1: do that. Yeah. yeah. Let's check it out. And yeah. it started snowballing. Mm-hmm. I would say.
2: Yeah. So that that was 2005. We right. registered with the right. state as a business. Right. Put a, a very rudimentary advertising platform in place. Yeah. Um, I guess at the
1: time you were also doing some freelance,
2: mm-hmm.
1: web design and yeah. things like that. It was
2: a good like complementary fit. You right. Know, to, to work with people that way, right. but uh, yeah. And we just kind of thought, you know, if we get a couple extra bucks out of it, then yeah. Right. Pay the rent, yeah. buy
0: some extra groceries, exactly. right? Yeah. gas yeah. money, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to continue to grow. I mean, yeah. I think the really cool thing about Columbus Underground is that it really was a very grassroots effort. I mean, it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was almost like back in the digital days this early, Mm -hmm. you weren't really doing a ton of SEO and you weren't really doing a ton of digital efforts to promote your website. You're actually kind of doing it backwards, like word of mouth to promote
2: your website, right? right? Right. Like how,
0: how did you approach that? how did you guys approach that?
2: Um, I mean, I remember in the early days, we would print like little flyers mm-hmm. because people would go, you know, again, to like coffee shops yeah. or bars right. looking for like the things to do. And we would stick our flyers to tell people, hey, come find stuff on the internet. <laughs> right. you, know? um, you should check
0: out this thing called the internet. Uh, right, right. Yeah.
2: So it, it's kind of interesting how far, you know, things have come. Yeah. Ranged, yeah.
0: yeah. You probably wouldn't do much flyering today. Uh, when, when we do <laughs> we big do events. do a little Right, events, yeah. right, right. Not,
1: we haven't done specific general stuff for the websites. A right. While. Yeah, right. Right. Well,
0: because your audience, I mean, once they saw that flyer at the coffee shop and mm-hmm. they went on and realized how easy and accessible information was, mm-hmm. started telling friends and they started yeah. telling friends right. and they then got hooked. Right. And your audience started growing. <laughs> I mean, what was your audience looking like? What were your, just to kind of like level set for everyone out there, you guys get 12 million Views a year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, around I a mean, million a month. Yeah, uh,
2: page views to hit the That's site. Yeah,
0: nothing to snuff at, right? Yeah, no, it's it's and, grown. Yeah, steadily. and so in oh five, when you decided to make this business decision, like, okay, we have a, a solid enough audience. Mm-hmm. We've got interest from advertisers. We have completely not even solicited. Mm-hmm. It's time to quit the day job and mm-hmm. focus. What? How scary was that? Well, or exciting?
2: Uh, both. Well, it was both. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, we timed it with the birth of our first child okay so which was we, also it's scary <laughs> yeah God. we were like well we can we're gonna have this baby and mm-hmm. we can either do this for real or we need to figure out a way to have a kid and work right all this other stuff so yeah. we decided that walker would stay at home with our kid, mm-hmm. and then do this business. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that, that was two years later after we had, you know, so this was like 2007 yeah. that we made that jump. So we were able to kind of grow it over a span of two years to right. get to that comfort point to yeah. leave the old day job mm-hmm. behind. And- right. And uh, move forward with that, but yeah, I mean, it was it was scary because. Yeah. But at the same time, we realized like it's never going to get any easier. This right. There's like, never
0: the perfect time to the, have right. a kid. There's never a perfect time to launch a business. Right. 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 You just have to just have faith and take a leap. Yeah, so You yeah. guys took two leaps yeah. at once. Exactly. And how were and,
2: and then bought a house like three months. After <laughs> <that>. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: And, the, and the King Lincoln is that the same one? The yeah, one the King yeah. Lincoln. So yeah, and yeah. It's, yeah. you guys are rehabbing that house, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it? So I mean, so not just a ready to go house, a house yeah. that needs some work. Yeah. You have your first child, you launch your first business. I'm sure Anne is like probably feeling like your day job, you have the benefits. there's a there's a weight yeah. and responsibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. That
1: was the main thing. and I think that is for a lot of people mm-hmm. and before, Things like the Affordable Care Act happened. Where right. where do you get your benefits? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you do go out on your own, they're crazy expensive. And then people, we couldn't even get quotes, right? Because I was pregnant again, and they were <laughs> right. like, "Whoa, we are not <laughs> not touching not it. touching you until you have this baby, and yes. everything's fine," right. which is ridiculous and right. makes yeah. it really hard. But being,
2: being pregnant shouldn't be a pre-existing condition, right? <laughs> <They're Yeah. pregnant. laughs> but that's, right. that's what it that is. Was no, the case, yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: It was pretty intense, but once we got all that figured out, and then that was 2010, Mm -hmm. I left my job. I had a a great job for a long time. I worked in a law firm Mm -hmm. and the library, and then I moved into like staff support. Yeah.
0: Well, and during that time, I mean, yeah, you're working a full-time job, but you were also still supporting the endeavors of Columbus Underground. I mean, you're, you're the operations manager, right? I mean, I'm sure Walker's hand in, handling the technical stuff, but were you helping out with the books or like, what was yeah, your role at that time? I did
1: that. I did a lot of writing mm-hmm. I my degrees in English and I really like writing, writing <laughs> and creative stuff. And I love talking to people. So I did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And then as we just kept growing, I just started taking over the. Right. It just seemed to naturally evolve.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Where you're like, so this hobby is now becoming a business and my job is becoming a hobby, kind of. It was just too much. Yeah. That's a lot. And by then you had your second child, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: right? Yep. Yep, That was right. Right. Sophie was born. When
0: Metropreneur, so 2010. So now nine years into the game with Columbus Underground, only about four or five years of actually treating it like a business, Mm -hmm. you decide to add this extension to your business, Mm -hmm. which is the Metropreneur. And that kind of times along again, you guys don't do small (laughs) leaps at once. You let's have a second baby. Let's launch another site. So, I mean, that's gotta be kind of intense. And you also started adding staff around that time or shortly after, right? Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was about, uh, four months Mm -hmm. that I was on, Technically full time, and then we did hire our two first employees, mm-hmm. one for sales and one for writing, mm-hmm. specifically on Metropreneur. But right. I believe Melanie did some things for CU too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
2: she did, and still does.
1: And that helped. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah.
0: I'm sure like that those first hires probably it was. I'm thinking like a mixture of relief that you're not carrying the whole burden of this, but then also a little bit of more scary stuff. Cause you're like, now I'm supporting someone else's family. It's not just mine. Right, right. Like, what did that feel like?
2: Uh, I mean, there's always a lot of uncertainty to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have plenty of friends who are also business owners, mm-hmm. uh, who are always, you know, more than willing to give us advice and share information and, yeah. and best practices and, you know, the challenges that they faced. But, none of them were uh, publications, you know, right, online right. publications. So, you know, running a restaurant is completely different than, right. than what and we're doing. And you were still
0: a pioneer in what you were doing even at that time, yeah. essentially. Yeah,
2: so so there was a lot of uncharted territory that we just sort of had to dive into and figure out mm-hmm. as we went. And, yeah. I mean, there were little little stumbles along the way, nothing ever really too major. But it's one of those things like you get good at it through practice.
0: Right, right. Now, you did take a couple classes or a class walker, which I thought was kind of funny when we were talking offline, Mm -hmm. Um, the one at Columbus State. Because I think about it now, you said it was like it was one class or a weekend class, and now it's like a whole major. So tell us about that. What year was uh, it? What was yeah. that like?
2: Yeah, so I was at Columbus State doing the Interactive Multimedia Technology program mm-hmm. from like 2000 to 2003, uh-huh. and I, I went there. I left OSU and went there because this was a web like, design degree. Right. OSU didn't have a web design program right. in the year 2000. Um, but yeah, that program, like as soon as I graduated, they were implementing new technology courses. And I like, I'm like, I need to go back and stay (laughs) because everything changes the the name of the program that I was in changed like Mm -hmm. twice before Mm -hmm. I graduated. So it's, it's great, you know they keep up with the evolution of how everything works, but you also feel outdated if you don't, uh, if you don't keep up with the dog
0: years analogy again, you're like, yeah, yeah. I went for two years, but it was like 14 when I'm done. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's crazy. (laughs) So then and we've talked about this. I mean, obviously you're married, we've established that you have kids. How does that play into your daily roles as business owners and operators? And I, and I think you guys also have a layer of celebrity to yourselves, too. I mean, and one of your, you know, articles is framed and hanging up at Jack and Benny's. I mean, there's a layer of that, too. So I feel like there's a lot of different elements in play and how you guys make this work. Like, what's your secret?
1: Uh, our secret is just to keep at it, really. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, there's nothing easy about doing this many things at once, because we also layer in a lot of community involvement. Right, And so when we it's overwhelming, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's rewarding. Yeah. Um, I guess we treat our businesses as a—it's another family member. It's yeah. right. been this family member that's been part of our lives for a very long time, yeah. so, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it, it like... I tell people a lot, you know, being an entrepreneur is great because when you're your own boss, you can set your own hours. Right. So that's the good part. Right. The bad part is those hours are 24-7. <laughs> right. You know, right. like, right. We, we don't, you know, there's no, like, offline time right. for our site. It's always up. So right. there's there's work to do right. on weekends. There's work to do at night. Um you know, we're, we're always doing things, but we love doing it, yeah. so it doesn't always feel like yeah. work per se. Has
0: technology made it easier or more complicated for you guys? Both.
2: Yeah. I would say, you know, the fact that we can, <laughs> you know, log into the site and do administrative stuff from our phones right. or update a contract, like from, from your phone right. or your laptop. And Super you have, great. Yeah. You can do it from anywhere. Right. Um, even when we go on vacation, we try to, but you're doing it on way, vacation. But you're still like, oh, I, I need to check this thing out, you know, while right. I'm gone. Um, so that's nice, but at the same time, you know, people use the internet in a lot different ways than they used to right. I mean, when we started browsing the web on your phone was not a thing right. at all. Right. And now, you know, I think over 50% of our traffic comes from tablet or mobile. Yeah. And so that's you've got to stay on top of your design to make sure that it's accessible and easy. And, right. You know, even though the, our last iteration was two, almost two years ago, with that, we're working on you know the next round of that stuff just to continue to stay up with devices and yeah yeah so it's, it's a trade off it's easier yeah. and and right more complex the good and
0: the bad the exactly. good and the bad yeah and and you talked about a lot of the community aspect of what you guys do and I alluded to I, I jokingly said you're local celebrities but you kind of are I mean people recognize your name you you guys have been advocates for community activity and engagement in Columbus for a decade and a half, which is and which is a long time, let alone in dog years, right mm-hmm. um, so how do you try does, does it ever get to be tough? Are there ever situations that you're in where this celebrity angle is tricky or do you just always just kind of trust your gut when you make decisions or how do you guys go about making decisions on what's what's a good fit for your business and
2: <laughs> uh, that, That's a very no, lo- loaded, layered question. It, no, I mean, it's it's really complex. And I, usually when I say the celebrity word, I throw out my quote fingers, right, which no right, one listening right. can see me doing quote fingers. <laughs> He's doing quote fingers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a smaller scale, but it's, it's nice that, I mean, Columbus, I think overall for anyone, right. it's a city that if you are passionate about something and you want to get involved, right. you raise your hand, right. you talk to the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, at our Aspire event this past October, mm-hmm. Christopher Celeste said, um, there are no closed doors in Columbus. Yep. You know, you can knock on anyone's door, you can get anyone's yep. attention, you can have a conversation, and that's great. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, you know, jokingly celebrity, right. you know, sounds like paparazzi falls well, around. Right. But it's, it's really more about just having an accessible network of people. Right. And so that's that's a good thing and a bad thing. We're, I mean, we're constantly asked to do events and yeah. be involved in things, and it's tough to say no because right. we're excited, but you have to kind of pick and choose or else you just run out of time right. to help anyone with anything. Um, so it, I mean, there's, there's good, good and bad to it. Yeah, or, I mean, is yeah. that kind of answer? Yeah, or, exactly.
0: You know? Well, cause you hit it on the nail, you hit the nail on the head when you said the way that everyone's so accessible here in Columbus and you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you guys were knocking on doors and now people yeah. are knocking on your doors and right. you know, how do you find that balance in paying it back and paying it forward while mm-hmm. still successfully running your business? But I mean, yeah, you definitely answered the question. Oh, cool.
1: sure, <laughs> good cool. job. A Thanks. plus
0: gold star for that. <laughs> um, and you also mentioned, I mean, Columbus is a great collaborative city, a great place to start start a business. That's what we always hear on this podcast. I mean, everyone, whether they've had a success or what m- some people might consider a failure, you know, they still say, I'm still dedicated to Columbus. Columbus is the place to be. What do you think it is about Columbus? Is, are there resources here? Is it the people? What do you think makes it such a great place to have a business? And I, I can see the <laughs> wheels turning.
1: I get smokes coming out of her ears. She's got a lot of... I think there's a lot of people here who enjoy supporting good ideas and it's been great i mean we're really happy and grateful that people have really supported what we're doing and um
0: <laughs> i mean so you just feel like it's a collaborative community and it's the people
2: I would say it's the yeah. people. That, I mean, it's it's not just the fact that people are supportive, but it's a growing community right. and and I think that you know, it's a youthful community as well. We mm-hmm. have so many people coming here for college or coming mm-hmm. here for, you know, to start careers at right. some of the Companies and things, but it lends like a youthful optimism behind a lot yes. of things. Where mm. you know, I think if you, if you live in a city—not to beat up on you know the rest of the Midwest it's or anything—but okay. <laughs> if, you, if you live in a city where the population is shrinking, right. or you know the younger people are moving away for jobs in other cities, right. I think you you know it creates an aura of just sort of uh, pessimism. Yeah. So, so here, I, I think we have the opposite of that. I think people yeah. are just excited that new things are always happening. Yeah. And and what we do, you know, i think really well. I mean, we're here to tell our story, right? but i think what we do really well is tell everybody else's story, you know. Yes. Um i don't really consider ourselves to be like complete cheerleaders, but you know, we're we want to showcase the best of what's right. going on in the city. Right. You're and, an and advocate. help, help yeah. you know, broadcast those messages. The ambassadors of Columbus. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Did you think when you launched it like in, you know, November 2001 when you're like clacking away on this keyboard that that it would evolve into this?
1: No.
2: No. I don't think that was ever, I thought it was just, <laughs> yeah, not let's, really. let's share some things to do with our friends. Yeah, and that and, see, was, yeah. and
0: then, you re, then you see like the stat counter, like going up, 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 up. You're like, yeah. wow, we're getting a lot of hits. We're getting a lot of visits. Yeah. People are approaching us. This has become something that we never dreamed of.
1: Yeah. It's always really great when we uncover someone doing something really cool mm-hmm. and we write about it. And then later they're just like, oh, this is so amazing. You guys validated what I've been doing for so long. And yeah. now I have... A lot more traction behind it and mm-hmm. attention, and people are really interested in it. Yeah. And it's just been great. Yeah.
0: And they, I always think that for me, the stamp of validation in a weird way is when they're like, My mom saw this. And she's proud <laughs> right. of me. Do you guys right. ever get that type of feedback? Oh, like, yeah. My mom saw it. Of course. That yeah. hits home. That definitely hits home. So now we're edging into, you know, 16, 15, 16 years of Columbus Underground. Where do you guys see things going next?
2: Uh, well, we have big plans for, for 2016, uh, both a lot of projects uh, internally we're working on for you know new new tools and, mm-hmm. and things that we're, we'll be launching with Columbus Underground, as well as you know revisions and changes and updates. Um, we've had a lot of success over the past year and a half with our events, so we're yeah. doing more uh, kind of big events in yeah. 2016, so stay tuned for more of uh Good, you guys <laughs> throw
1: great events. So, oh, yeah.
2: thanks, thanks. Um,
1: They've really evolved. We, for a long time, we did monthly happy hours at different restaurants yeah. or bars or whatever. And your Christmas,
0: your Christmas mm-hmm. parties are mm-hmm. always well-received in the community.
1: Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was cool. Those got started, and people were coming to them, and they would meet a great base of friends. We've had mm-hmm. people go on to get married yeah. to people they've met through Columbus Underground. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. But then we wanted to transition into some... Bigger ways to showcase great things going on in the city, mm-hmm. and heavier themed, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: kind of more of an extension of what we do through writing and, and yeah. editorial coverage. And has,
0: has that been something that was part of a business plan, or did? And I, I also wanted to mention, I wanted to talk about the message boards, so we, we'll t- we'll touch on that right now. Super active community on the message boards, Mm -hmm. Um, just not even from what's going on in the world or what's going on in Columbus, but for fun stuff, but community things, political things. There's a lot of conversations that go on there. Do you feel that that's kind of like your unofficial focus group of what you should do next for your business or do you just kind of, you're very active too, Walker. I mean, you diffuse stuff. You and A&T, you guys pipe in if there's something going on. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. how's the message boards impacted the way that you model your business or approach your business?
2: Well, I'd say the really interesting thing is that when we started, we, it was completely powered by message board software. Right. And again, this is pre-blogging. You know, pre right. um, it's in the
0: dark days of, right. of the internet.
2: Right. And, and it was... <laughs> Caveman days. It was very, you know, Wild West back then. Yeah. Ten years ago, people didn't use their real name on the internet. Right. That was like a Big no-no. You right. don't want anyone to have any personal information. Today, everyone uses their real name. Right. They overshare their personal information right. to the point of you know yeah. detriment sometimes. Yeah. Um, so so that's completely changed. But along the way, we realized that you know there was um, there there was good and bad elements to having that sort of open discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a lot of really good topics. You had some stuff that was just crazy off the wall madness. Right. And so we knew that trying to build a business moving forward, we needed to kind of Figure out which parts we need to take seriously yeah. and really kind of elevate yeah. and build a, a business behind. Um, not c- getting rid of the other part, but kind of right. compartmentalizing it and letting people know that this is what this is, this is what that is. Right. Um, we've also kind of built a, a calendar tool. To mm-hmm. Kind of our, our our old you know calendar system was through message board software. So right. we've kind of pulled bits and pieces out to kind of shape and mold and create a yeah. business around. And the interesting thing I think is that um, you know as social media has come along, right. you know. Um, a lot of that day-to-day conversational space has moved to Twitter, it's moved to Facebook, it's moved to Instagram. Right. Um, and we followed it as well. We have really yeah. active, you know, social streams. You guys have we... great
0: you have great engagement. You've got great channels. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, so the message board I think is a tighter group of people these mm-hmm. days. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a smaller group than maybe mm-hmm. it was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the way that conversations have diversified across yeah. the internet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But still, a very cool, I guess, like I said, focus group that you can always tap into. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> for we, some
2: insight. We we tap our social channels. We have a yeah. big email list. We do demographic surveys mm-hmm. and, and content surveys to kind yeah. of ask people like what what's next? What do you want to see more of? What do you want to see less of? We're yeah. always trying to reevaluate ourselves. Yeah,
0: that's awesome, and that's the best way to keep growing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry. So, you were alluding to what's next for Columbus Underground. So you said a oh, lot of yeah. new exciting things, mm-hmm. some more events some more growth, some more talking about awesome things in Columbus. So put you on the hot seat. What are your favorite things about Columbus? Ian, you want to go
1: first? (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: always a tough question. Yeah.
1: Um, You don't have
0: to name names. No, I'm kidding.
1: I like that when, if you think of something and you really want to do it, you can most often get the support to do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I like, that we are in the ground floor of getting our kids' school, yeah, turning it into an amazing place for that's awesome all of the kids that go there. Yeah, it's the Hubbard Mastery School. Okay, and it's a Columbus Public School, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of really great people there. And so I really like just how many people just came together and yeah. wanted make this place amazing yeah. to be. So I think that's really exciting. Um, I really like the topiary part. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we live not too far from there. Yeah, so that's yeah. Nice, nice I, really like I can that. tell you
0: guys are in love with your neighborhood. I love when, I mean, everyone is in love with their neighborhood, but mm. it definitely shows in YouTube for sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. We, we like it a lot. It's, it's you know, close to downtown where you, we can be accessible to things. Yeah. We're, we walked into the mm-hmm. office this morning, yeah. so that that's always nice. But we also we have a backyard kids can yeah. kind of play. It's a little bit quieter, you know, yeah. than like living right on High Street or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, awesome. I remember it a lot. Anyone yeah. that wants to move to King Lincoln fix up an old house, there's, yes. there's plenty of houses yeah. that need fixed.
1: It's cool. great meeting people here. I mean, sometimes you hear that once you're out of college, it's mm-hmm. really hard to meet friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is, but I meet a lot of new <laughs> friends. And I've made a lot of great friendships, and I probably a lot of that's due to Columbus Underground. Yeah. But it's been great to just keep evolving your life here, and it's... Yeah, really rewarding.
0: And the city's grown. I think when you're talking about 2001 until today, the city has grown a lot and mm-hmm. you guys have kind of grown with the city. I mean, you were in college and to grow, go from that to today to, you know, starting a business entrepreneur and now having people knock on your door and ask you for advice as it, from a business perspective has got to be a pretty cool thing. Oh, of course, pretty cool yeah. aspect of the city.
2: Yeah. We're, I mean, like I said earlier, we're really grateful that we, you know, we're able to do what we do, get the support that we have and we're yeah. able to, you know, we've continually hired people, you know, yeah. after Ann came on and we started hiring Awesome. just to be able to provide that kind of uh work environment yeah. and, and, experience is really great. But kind of to, to go back where you said a second ago about our favorite places, I kind yeah. of feel sometimes like, because there's so many new places always opening, right. we don't really get an opportunity to be regulars anywhere. Yeah. We're always like yeah. going out and checking out new places. Yeah. And
0: I've been there once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, my, my, my default response to a lot of people are like, Oh, hey, have you been to this new restaurant? I'm like, well, I went in and took some photos yeah. <laughs> like the week before they opened, but yeah. I haven't been back yet yeah. To, yeah. to try it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, but it's exciting. I mean, it's, you get to be on kind of the cutting edge of seeing what's out there.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us, Anne and Walker Evans from Columbus Underground and the Metropreneur. I'm Delara Casey, this is CBuzz. We are recording here in Groove Studios in Victorian Village. Mark Pasternak is our engineer, and we are happy to have you listening. If you love CBuzz, please make sure you leave us a five star rating on iTunes. We'll be back with more stories from great Columbus business owners. In the meantime, we We'll catch you
2: later. Thanks.